Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. I'm so happy to have you with me here this afternoon. And today we are going to talk about unplugging and how unplugging is actually the formula to creating ultimate wealth. Our guest today is Ellen Catherine, and she's known as the spiritual wealth catalyst, helping women create sustainable wealth, freedom, and flow in every aspect of their life. Unresolved and unlearned lessons can manifest as limited cash flow, depleted energy, and constant mind chatter, as well as episodes of anxiety. Ellen uses metaphysical means that focus on healing and unleashing your inner goddess to create wealth, balance, and freedom while ascending to your next level of consciousness. Welcome, Ellen. I'm so happy to have you here with us today. Oh my God, I'm so excited, especially for this this time right now to be spreading this message. It's the most important time to actually listen and implement. You know, it really is. And one of the things that I will remind our listeners of, because a lot of people right now are going through some some scarcity and some scary upheavals in their world, and especially around health and the health of their loved ones. And abundance is not just about money and manifesting money. It's about manifesting the things that you need in your life, including health. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's part of the reason that I didn't go, oh, I should I should put her to the side and put somebody in who's who's more topic timely, because this is topic timely. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> and it worked just in time when I switched over. So it's amazing how it just like divinely led Deli- to divinely to orchestrated. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so Tell us a little bit about how you arrived at where you are. I mean, this sounds amazing, Spiritual Wealth Catalyst, and and a lot of people will look at that and go, ooh, she's all that. I could never be that. So tell us a little bit about where you came from, Ellen, and were you always this magical, catalytic creature? (laughs) I was always magical, but... (laughs) Not this positive. Um, And it's always a work in progress. There can always be improvement. And I was talking to my sister about that today. But how I got here was, um, as as you mentioned in my bio, I was always into health, you know, talking to people about higher vibrations. That's where I started. I wanted to get people at a higher vibration. And how do you do that? There's so many different ways to do that, but we don't do it in in our daily lives. And my program originally started with you know, showing them how to do certain things. And then it led into just strictly health because I was finding that I, I had um, really like divine healing abilities, my innate divine healing abilities. Mm-hmm. I was able to heal certain ailments and even small things like when my son was teething, just doing my, my work on him, it was just amazing that he wasn't suffering as much. Um, so it's it, I went into health and then something hit me. I just started getting all these epiphanies and downloads when I started doing more work on myself. Mm -hmm. I started realizing that, unfortunately, the sad truth, people don't give a damn about health. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And it's not even that they don't give a damn. It's just that they've been, they're hopeless because they've gone through all these 
conventional mainstream modalities and they've done all these other things. They've tried the manifestation laws and stuff. And even holistic, they've gone to holistic. And this is my story too. This is Mm -hmm. the same things I'm talking to you about now is literally what I've done. I spent time, energy, money going to these doctors. They gave me all these types of medications, years trying to understand why my symptoms got worse. Then got into the whole special dialects and yeah, the whole business. Yeah. And then I spent thousands of dollars on holistic remedies and still nothing. And it was like, what is going on here? And all of that made me realize that even sad, but true. And I was one of those people that didn't really focus on their health as much as they thought they did. And they felt so hopeless after all these many trials and errors. Well, and once you've been down that road and you, you become hyper-focused on what's wrong, Mm -hmm. what your body, where your body is off the rails uh, it becomes this self-reinforcing cycle many times. It's hard to release it enough to allow it to come back into perspective because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. I call that writing a new story. Yes. And I was talking, like I said, to my sister about it today because on a daily basis, people always ask you, what's going on? How are you? Whatever. And we are so ingrained on a daily basis to respond with our current story that Oh, well, for me, it was asthma. Oh, my Mm. asthma was starting up. Oh, when I had an asthma attack and I did this and I have this and I have that. Instead of me just implementing my new story at the same time, even though it's not there yet, I know that it will be. So why not start now? Exactly. And and focusing on instead of, I haven't had my daily asthma attack yet. When is it going to occur? (laughs) Focusing on what asthma? <laughs> I I breathe freely and deeply on a regular basis. It feels amazing, right? Yeah. 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 It, you can easily forget what that's like. I remember when I was trying to rewrite my health story back at the beginning of the really bad part of my health. It, I was looking at affirmations and somebody was like, you know, affirm what you want it to be. And it was really hard. It was like, I don't want to feel pain today. No, that's not affirming. Yeah. <laughs> what is this thing that I'm reaching for, right? That's not defined in terms of the illness that I'm, I'm undergoing. And, and that was really hard for me to reach for. I, I feel energetic. I feel vibrantly healthy. I, I'm enthusiastic about life because all of that had been crushed under the weight and the wheels of ill health. I'll tell you something important about that. And that goes back to the same thing of creating your story. People, and I was, I was one of them. People think that when you say affirmations, it's just affirmations, like looking in the mirror and saying, I am energetic today. I feel great. Like you say all these things, but then you go about your day And when people are talking to you and asking you, how are you? You don't implement what you just affirmed. Exactly. Exactly. You (laughs) go back to the default. Exactly. So it's all about awareness and bringing it in like all the time. And I'm so much in my head. I'm a very in my head person. And it's one thing to stand in front of the mirror and do affirmations. It's another thing to constantly edit the self-talk that goes on in your brain, right? Because mine was running this tape of, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm exhausted. I don't know how this is going to happen. And that can be a real uphill struggle. Yes. 
And um, something that I, I think is important to do when we have that mind chatter is to recognize, and this is why they say mind, body, and spirit, because you're literally integrating it all in your daily life in a way that you are conscious like every moment from the, more, the moment you wake up to what you say and do and think to what you, your next action is going to be that you take. And that's why when I said, when you say that, or when people, anybody like myself, I'm also very much in my mind, I, I stop myself and I say, all right, well, this is what I'm feeling right now. I instantly change my words and I say, well, this is what I'm feeling. What yes. can I do right now? That's going to make me feel different. So I just have to take a moment to sit and think and let's say, you know what? I'm feeling exhausted. I'm feeling tired. I'm going to sit with this and I'm actually going to go rest a little bit because that's what I need. Even though I have X, Y, and Z on my list, my list can go down the drain for a minute because I have to take care of your batteries. Yes. 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 And then I can change my words. Yeah. I love that. So we talk about unplugging in the title of this show. What is it that we are unplugging from? What a perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, right now, especially now, and I talk about this in my podcast, we are learning a huge lesson. We're purging a lot. Mother Earth is purging a lot. This whole coronavirus, whatever it is, whatever it means, it is there for a reason. And it's helping us to unplug, remove ourselves from the matrix. The matrix, which is the 3D realm of us being stuck in ego, in duality, in the constant yang mentality, the constant yang action driven lifestyle. It's go, the human go, go, doing. Go, force it, force exactly. it, force it. Yeah. Exactly. We're re- unplugging from the human doing, i.e. the matrix, and to allowing human beings. Exactly. <laughs> allowing ourselves to actually slow down and look at things in a different perspective. Yeah, and not even just allow. Is. Right now, it's like you are being forced. Forced, yeah. To sit <laughs> exactly. down. Now, what you choose to do after you sit down is up to you, right? I mean, you can be the sofa superhero, which is good. I want you to be a sofa superhero at a minimum and binge on Netflix <laughs> or, or playing your, your favorite video game. That's fabulous. I want you at least to do that. But you can also maybe take a break. And think about what's going on in your life. How would it like to be different? Yeah. Yeah. The reflection is so important because, and this is what spiritual wealth is all about. Spiritual wealth is about living abundantly with the people, the family that you have with, even if you don't, you know what? I'm going to take that back because I'm going to say something that's really important. It's not about who you have and what you have. It's about how you are taking in and loving yourself, taking care of yourself and how much of yourself is out there. That's where all the spiritual wealth is coming from. Mm. It's not coming from everybody else. Yes, we have a tendency to look around us and say, I've got this, I'm wealthy, I've got this, I'm blessed, I have this person in my life, and this is what gives me meaning. But the truth of the matter is, meaning really comes from inside of you first. 
happiness comes from inside of you first. It's not the things around you that make you happy. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why unplugging from the matrix and us slowing down and being able to, like you said, force to slow down. How much of the TV can you watch? I can't sit down for that long. But (laughs) you also, you know, you want to be able to um, maybe reflect by journaling or do like a hobby that, you know, you had before and you couldn't do because you were so busy working and trying to make all this money and whatever. Now it's like, whoa, what, what, what can I do aside from being a couch potato and eating and whatever? Like, look at the actions that you're taking right now. Yeah. And, what were the things you always said you never had time to do? But it's not and only that. Some of those out, right? Yes. But it's not only that. Like, I, I think the first part to that is first reflect, like observe, right? Observe what's mm-hmm. going on in your life. What are you doing? Are you, is the first thing that you're doing in the morning, like watching uh, or looking at Facebook or looking at the news and how many more people died from this thing? Is that the first thing that you're feeding your soul with? Or, or are you like eating all day long and not stopping in between or have all these cravings and not stopping in between to think about what it is? So I feel like the first thing is to yeah. observe and then be yeah, able to because a lot of us are undertaking numbing behaviors right now. Yes, to deal with the shock and that that's perfectly normal and human, but it's also good to step back and go, "Ooh, this is what I'm doing and do I like the road this is taking me down?" It's so important right now, right now especially because of this whole situation, this is our opportunity to stop the shit get out of the matrix, like really stop being the way we used to be and implement something new, reflect, observe, change our habits, do something different so that we can thrive now instead of survive and thrive in such important words. This is is the red pill, blue pill moment. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's, It's exactly that. And the red pill is what is going to get you into the thriving, happy, wealthy, goddess or God, whoever's listening, <laughs> you know, it, it's just really important to, to change perspective and bring awareness. So tell me what wealth means to you, because people define it differently. Some people are like, it's just lots and lots of money. Other people define <laughs> it as cash flow. Some people define it more as their sense of fulfillment in life and the acknowledgement that they have enough in every moment. So how do you define it? It's, I think, the last one. <laughs> Which one was it? ABC. Um, it, it, it's honestly, to me, what wealth is, is knowing who you truly are at a core level, loving every part of you. And, and part of knowing who you are at a soul level is accepting and loving your body, your life, the things that you chose, because that we all, when we incarnate, you know, whether people believe in it or not, this is what I believe in. And this is what I resonate with. This is just something I knew since I was a child. I knew that I came on this earth for something. And I always connected with my guides and I always spoke to God and angels and whoever. I felt those pre- that presence around me. Never now, saw that. I, I can just hear a bunch of people out there in listener land going, <laughs> but 
Ellen Catherine, you don't know my body and my life and the shit that I am going through. There is nothing here to love. What do you say? I'm in the same boat. And this is a work in progress because when you identify yourself as that angel that came into a human form and you know, after you understand, like you really have to remember that you chose every aspect of your life cellulite, um, extra weight, not enough weight, you know, a big nose, a small nose, whatever it is. God, it sounds like victim blaming, Helen. (laughs) No, it's not. But you chose this life because that is what our journey is all about to self to to really accept. And it's not just acceptance. Acceptance is low vibe. It's really loving every aspect of yourself because this is what you created before Mm -hmm. you came here. So why do you need to feel, why do you need to judge yourself if this is what you wanted? This is just part of your journey. Exactly. Well, and I like to think of it this way, right? We came down here to play a game, to have Mm -hmm. an experience, (laughs) right? Yes. And if you think about playing a game, what are the most fun games? Are they the ones that are too difficult for you? The ones that are too easy for you? Or the ones where you are challenged and fully engrossed? Challenge was like the word that kept popping up in my head. Yeah, it's the one that challenges you that you have to really reach to get the goal, to get the win, to make it across the line. Those are the ones that are the most fun and the most exhilarating. And so why would I choose that? Because I wanted the experience, right? Now we are coming up on our first break. So I would like to invite everybody out there, grab your little pen and paper. I've, I've you should be used to this by now. Grab your pen and paper and write down the ways that you've been numbing out. And if you've not been numbing out, write down the things you're going to think about redoing in your life. What are some of those areas? What are some of those places you might want to hit or adjust? And stay with us through the break. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel you are 
listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back, and thanks for hanging with us through the break. This is Zofia Renee Morales, and I'm here talking to Ellen Catherine today about unplugging from the matrix and how this can lead to amazing wealth in your life. And as we were talking before the break, wealth is not limited to what's in your bank or your financial statement or your cash flow. It's about the entire experience of your life and your world and the feeling of having enough. Yep. So how would you break that down? How, how, how do you kind of address this? Does it come in pieces? Does it come in yeah. a picture? So I would, I would picture there being like a box, four squares, right? Mm-hmm. And if you look internally into the box, there are four corners. And if you look at what the matrix always kept us stuck in is um, the three corners, love, relationships, um, money, Cash flow, right? Mm-hmm. And um, shoot, what was the other one? Damn it! <laughs> yeah, what is the missing corner? <laughs> well, the missing corner <laughs> is is you. The missing ah. corner is you. You have the um, the relationship with yourself. So what that breaks down to, because that does break down into something else, is the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual bodies. I'm sure a lot of people heard that before, right? We all understood that we have those aspects of ourselves. But what we're all very concerned about is the other three corners. We're always concerned about where's my love? And someone is always going to be missing one of those corners. Nobody has it all. Exactly. But you can Where, get where's there. my love? Where's my money? Where's my, yeah. Okay. Right. Where's the, you know, whatever it is, people are not looking at themselves. They're not looking at, they're looking at external factors to be able to um, fulfill themselves, to make them feel enough. If they had right. enough money, then they would feel great. But then look at all those people that are wealthy, that are miserable. Uh, miserable, miserable enough to kill themselves. Yes. Um, so to be a little fair to people out there, we're kind of trained to look outside of ourselves. We're raised to look outside of ourselves. If you're not happy, what do you need to change in your environment? Right. So I just uh, forgot to mention that the other corner was the inner, um, inner circle, your family, your friends. Yeah. There you go. But there's, that's the, so yeah, you, you, you're trained to look outside yourself for these things. Uh, how did you discover that you needed to make that shift and start with what's inside of you so that those other corners come into alignment? Oh, my business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, first of all, I have, um, I had a lot of health issues and um, coming into the business because I had health issues and because I have the healing abilities, I wanted to share that with the world and be able to heal them as well. And um, as I was going in this business, I realized there was something that actually I'll say that it wasn't just a realization. It was more of a connection. As I started connecting more with my higher self, um, that aspect of me wanted something way more than what I 
thought I wanted, what my ego had wanted. And mm. funny enough, my ego never wanted to go out there and be in the media or whatever. Yeah. I always said, <laughs> I don't want to be in the media. I just want to help a few people and I'll be good. And yeah. then hi, when I did this meditation, it was such an amazing meditation. I saw myself in a different avenue and was like, what? A, a lot of people in front of me. I've never seen that before. What is going on? And I finally connected the dots that higher self has a different plan for you. So just get the program. And it made me work to get to that point where this plan is so big and it's a divine plan that has that's in place for me. And I realized that a lot of my, a lot of my, um, my wants were always external. It will always, I'm searching for money. If I had more money, if I had this, but I didn't look at everything else that I had, how abundant I already was, you know, because I'm not living in a box. Yes. I may not have that big house, but what is the big house going to give me? It's not going to give me the joy and love. I'm just going to be working my ass off harder to, to you have more toilets to clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's, it, it's not satisfying. And I realized that my boundaries were off because I didn't care so much about myself. So I let people step all over me. I let people treat me a certain way. And then when I realized, whoa, what's going on here? Why are these people treating me this way? And I really had to, like my husband was yelling at me for all this in the very beginning when we first started dating. And he made me realize that my boundaries were really, really off. I didn't stick up for myself. I let people do whatever they wanted. I dropped everything for other people and that wasn't reciprocated. And I decided that all my relationships now, everything that I'm doing is going to be a two-way street. If I don't, if I'm just giving, 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 I don't expect anything back, but if I'm giving, 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 there's got to be some kind of reciprocation here. Yeah. And and that's that's respect. Exactly. And that's a beautiful place to start, especially if you've been in that people pleaser mode, which I'm also a recovering people (laughs) pleaser. So I totally relate with this. Oh my goodness. And I know one of the things that I've noticed with my clients is when they shift the focus and they start working on themselves, the stuff that has been plaguing them stops plaguing them. Once they've taken their eye off of where is Mr. Right, he walks up and taps them on the shoulder. (laughs) it, It never ceases to delight me every time that happens. It's like, yes, I'm working on myself. I'm going on a man fast and wait, who's this guy? Where'd he come from? (laughs) Yeah, that reminds me of of, uh, how I manifested my husband. Um, And it's really funny because it it hit me when I got married, actually a couple years later, when as I started getting into the whole wealth thing, I I thought, wow, how did I manifest Andre? And I realized that, well, I was signing the, the lease for my apartment. I was just, I just moved into my apartment. This was two, this was two years before I met Andre Mm -hmm. and um, I signed the lease and I decided that, you know, my sister asked me, what are you going to do two years after they're going to raise the rent? And I said, ah, by that time I'll be married. (laughs) I love it. I literally, (laughs) yeah, I literally did not plan, did not do any of that. I just said the words and I meant it and I felt it. And I was like, yeah, this is what's going to, it was like a knowing this is what's going to happen. That's that. Yeah. 
And then how I took care of myself that manifested him throughout the time I was dating somebody on and off a relationship. It was a really meaningful relationship to me because it taught me so many lessons. I can't even tell you, but I always had this voice in my ear, like, look how he eats. He doesn't take care of himself. Look what he does. He started smoking. This is not healthy. I don't want to be in that. Like, cause when we would go out to eat, I would have to eat nasty food. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't want that. I don't want to put that stuff in my body. <laughs> um, and then just like the habits, like constant anger, you know, I was like, wow, this is, this is not healthy. This is really not something I want to be around. <laughs> so I started listening to myself and saying, you know, enough's enough. Yeah, exactly. Enough of shit. And one day it was just done. And all of a sudden, here comes Andre. Like I, once I made the decision, I was done with that relationship. And I went into the space of I'm ready to move forward. Like, that's it. I'm done. A few weeks later, Andre comes knocking on my door. Well, on, on Facebook, he found me. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's just interesting. And I wasn't, I don't usually respond to people on Facebook, but he wrote to me. We seemed like we had, everything just seemed to, to align at that point. We had common friends that I asked someone about him and he wrote me a message. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to respond. I kept getting that nudge. Like I was like, all right, fine. I'll just respond. And yeah. it got me to that place. And I love that you had friends in common and that you checked him out. A lot of people kind of dive in without making sure this person's real. <laughs> 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 it's, it's good to follow your soul, but it's also good to exercise some caution and do some due yeah. diligence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I also was working out. I was taking care of my body while I was in this transition of, you know, being by myself and learning to take care of myself. It, it like the manifestation just came because there's a, something that I connected that I didn't realize that I connected. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times, you will begin to manifest and, and happen onto the things that create manifestation for you without realizing what it is in the moment. <laughs> yeah. So how do we deliberately begin to manifest wealth and abundance and health into our lives? Well, we have to, like I said, observe what is going on in our life. Like right now, when we have this opportunity to be home, let's observe what are our habits? What do we do? And then once you figure out what am I doing, let's start to implement some things. Let's change our habits. Like, for example, in the morning, if the first thing you're looking at is Facebook, well, you don't need to look at Facebook. Take care of yourself first. Do a meditation, right? Mm -hmm. Start your day with a visualization of how you want your day to go. Connect with your inner child, um, the inner you that, that wants to do something that's fun, that's, that's going to bring you joy. Exactly. And if you, right now, especially if you're not working, Instead of sulking about, oh my God, I don't have money. Oh my God, I don't have, like there's nothing you can do. There's, there's absolutely right now, there's nothing that you can do unless higher self guides you. Your higher aspect of you guides you to do something to, to get you out of that. You know, maybe it's to continue doing the hobby that you had a long time ago. <laughs> or maybe, maybe it's, it's to call else. a friend you haven't talked to in a great long while. Exactly. Yeah. It'll tell you to do different things because it'll spark something. So let's just go back to the beginning, the steps, right? Observe mm -hmm. and reflect mm -hmm. because as you are observing, it is time to reflect, to see 
do you have any animosity towards someone? Do you need to like, let go of some grudges, right? Forgiveness. Are you judging yourself for something? What is really going on internally? Are you numbing yourself out with food? Why? Like, let's look deep into that. What is causing all these habits of yours that is making you feel depleted, that is making you feel anxious and not loving yourself for whatever is happening? So once we've observed and reflected, what do we do next? Now that we've, we've looked at a pattern, perhaps, that we wish to shift, and we've decided on a direction we kind of want to shift it, what, what do we do next? Well, our words are really important, right? Our thoughts and our words are really important. So now it's time to change our story. So we implement those things and we write a new story. What do we want to do? What, what do we want our life to look like now? Mm. Right. Now that we have this situation, this whatever, instead of looking at a situation, let's look at it as a blessing in disguise. Yes. It is a blessing in disguise in disguise. Well, and earlier in the show we talked about how hard it can be to figure out what a new story looks like (laughs) (laughs) because we're frequently shackled by our old story. What are some ways we can break free from that old story and see life from a very different perspective? That, that comes with a lot of awareness. It's a, it's a conscious, it's a conscious choice. So the first thing is, um, you're commanding, you want to make the commandment with your words. That's Mm -hmm. very, very important because words when spoken with conviction have such a power over our whole energy field that it really brings, um, what you're trying to manifest into fruition but it takes a little bit of time and it takes action and the right type of action. What do I mean? What do I mean by that? The right type of action is getting the guidance, your inner guidance. And you really need to know the difference between the ego and the inner guidance, which one is telling you what to do next. That's for your highest good. So how do we tell the difference? yes we're gonna get down to brass tacks here how do you tell the difference between your ego and your your soul urge well uh let's say ego will tell you should need have to do Mm -hmm. ego will ego and the higher self can both sound very alike because higher self the higher aspect of you the difference is that it says something in a loving way but without emotion and without judgment yeah, it's so very, it's, very neutral. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes because we are so, um, most of us have so much emotions that have not been processed, we listen to it with an emotion mm-hmm. and then we get confused. So uh-huh. what I suggest is to really, like when we have too much mind chatter, let's say we got a thought, right, to do something. And then we start arguing with ourselves internally because I'm sure everyone has that. Ego will say this and that, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to do that. It's pain in the butt. It didn't yes. last time. Yeah. All of that stuff. Um, I would first stop mm-hmm. and just have that moment to breathe. Take a few deep breaths. Get away from that topic. Stop thinking about it because logic will just cause more static and it yeah. won't allow the real thing to come through. Yeah. And then if you hear that again, do the action. Yeah. Call someone, whatever it is. Well, and one of the things I've noticed um, 
is that higher self, the thought always arrives with neutrality. With the ego, it always has emotion right with it in that moment. Whereas if I'm reacting to a higher self urge, it was initially neutral, but I reacted with fear or I reacted with worry or I began to argue with the thought. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and that's why it's, it's sometimes it can be confusing. This was something I was literally dealing with for a long time. And honestly, like you'll hear people telling you that ego, uh, your higher self will be the very small voice that speaks first. That's not necessarily the case all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's important to, in the beginning, when we're first like starting out doing this work and trying to observe and get into a more spiritual space in order for us to take the right actions, we, it's important that we slow down, which what we're doing right now, but not numbing it out, listening to ourselves, put a binaural beats meditation, quiet down for 20, 30 minutes, and then ask yourself, what do I do now? Or what, what, what did you want me to do? Or like whatever questions that you feel is necessary at that moment, mm -hmm. and then do that action. Yeah. And I, I found what was helpful to myself was instead of asking for like a big picture, it's like, what's my next step? Mm -hmm. Because the big picture can seem like overwhelming if it arrives. A lot of times your soul they won't give it you. to you yeah. <laughs> because it already knows. It's like, you are not ready for this. Yeah. But I, if I ask for the next step, what's my next step? It will give me something that's doable. It seems silly. It seems mundane, but it's always the right direction. Yeah. You know, I wanted to start my podcast for the longest time. And one day I was on the trampoline and actually, you know what? Can you hold this thought for a moment? I want to hear this story, but we're okay. coming up on a break. Okay. So let's, let's <laughs> hear this story after we return from break. If you are out there listening to us now and you still have your pen and paper, Take a little time and reflect back on those quiet urges that you've had. And they tend to kind of nag at you if you haven't done them. And so uh, if it's a friend that you've been on your mind and you haven't reached out to that you want to reach out to, just take note of whatever this thing is that's kind of been niggling at you. Put it on your pen and paper while we're on the break and we'll be right back. starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero, inspiring, problem-solving, and informing, packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales. I'm here with Ellen Catherine. And before we went on break, she was telling us a story about how she kept getting the urge to start a podcast and kept getting that nudge, that pull to start a podcast. So tell us how this unfolded. So I, I've, it's, it's really interesting because um, I saw the vision of exactly what the image was going to look like, and it took me less than two hours to create it because I needed to find all the pieces to it. And it's like, yes, yes, yes. But I, it just stood in my computer for months. And mm. the thought about going on and talking was just like, oh, I don't know. Right now I'm kind of like gelling. I'm, I'm integrating. I don't want to. Um, <laughs> I'm still figuring out who I am and where I'm going. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like it's, I was still in the transition. I knew that I was, I was moving away from health, but I just didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I feel like at that moment, it was like a lot of release was coming through. There was so many things. I was just like, I just want to go home. I'm so tired of being here. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I got into my victim for a little bit. And um, I went on the trampoline. I started incorporating a little bit more exercise in my life. And I feel like that, you know, definitely does help move the energy. And I started when I was on the trampoline, all of a sudden, I got this wave of epiphanies. I'm like, holy crap. I just connected the dots about something. And I just heard like a lot of people, because I was, like I said, I was crying so much and I was releasing so much that I, I, you know, like I knew that there were other people out there like that and they didn't know how to handle it. And I kept getting, go on a live, go on, record this. And I started arguing with myself. I'm like, I'm not going on live. You're kidding me. I'm freaking like my, my hair. I, I've this. been ugly, cl- and ugly my, crying. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my gym, like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> And then it just like, just go do something, go record, just, just do something. And I took it immediately. And I said, you know what the hell with this? I'm just going to record. I took my audio out on my phone while I was, I was literally jumping while I was talking. <laughs> but I said, I have to let this out. It has to come out. So the point of the story is you don't, sometimes if you don't know which voice it is, and I was arguing with myself about it, I stopped and I said, uh, I did this before. I've argued with myself before. This is like the other message that I've been getting. Do the podcast. I, I, it's time. I got to do it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. So what are some of the tools and, and practices that you use in order to start building this 
whole wealthness around yourself? Um, well, I don't know if you noticed my eyelashes got longer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't realize until this evening when you said that we're going to be on live. I said, oh, my God, I have to get ready. Um, and I usually put on lashes. But this time when I was doing my, my mascara, I was like, whoa. And this is a really sucky mascara, by the way. But I saw my lashes grew so long. The reason why I'm telling you this is because what I started doing, taking care of myself was making sure that the first thing in the morning that I do is listening to the meditations, clearing out my space. And um, it's, it's a little bit more difficult with me because of my son. So I have to be more diligent with my timing with it. Yeah, and, well, you have a very young child still. <laughs> yeah, so um, the good tip is if you know your son wakes up at 7, then wake up at least by 6.30 and do a meditation, get into that space, and start your day off at a different note. Don't look at Facebook. Don't sign into Facebook. Don't sign into, you know, whatever news out there. Like, you don't need to know that right now. Yeah. The first thing is to do meditate. And then I do my morning routine, which is um, – not coffee. I take my supplements <laughs> and I actually test my body to see which supplements I need for the day. Like I had some supplements that I stopped taking for a while. And then all of a sudden I got the urge, Oh, I need this. Oh, I need that. I need that. All right. Let me just take this. And I follow and my body's like literally vibrating right now as I'm telling you this. So I know it's like a important message for people to hear. Yeah. Well, and the thing with your body you know, there are a lot of people who complain about their hair and their nails and this kind of thing because they're, it's falling out, it's sparse, they're weak, they break, whatever it is. The thing to keep in mind is they're like the canary in the coal mine. If there is something going on with your health and your body is having to divert resources to deal with some kind of a health emergency that's going on, it will not grow nice, lush hair and nails and this kind of thing because it can't. It's in a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. once you start listening to it and giving it what it needs and taking it out of the crisis mode, then the hair and nails begin to recover. There are things that you can do. Like I said in the beginning of the conversation, um, between the four bodies, the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual, there are little things that you can do in for each part of that, that body, that energy body, to help bring back the balance. So give me some examples of what those are. So like I said, one of them is meditation. That's with the spiritual body. Mm -hmm. Then you have um, the emotions. You want to look at, um, you want to look at the uh, forgiveness. Like I said, what, as you reflect or try to think about, observe, like who, why are you overeating or numbing yourself out with whatever activities you're doing if you're you know, constantly taking drugs or something, you know, like wh what is it that's making you want to numb out and you observe it and it turns out to be that you have, you know, some anger towards someone, you're holding a grudge or you're just feeling bad when someone talks to you, like you have this anxiety when you have to talk to that person. You're, that's an emotional thing. Look at it and see who you can forgive. Forgiving yourself first is really important. And then allowing yourself space to forgive the other people as well. That's part of the emotional body. The mental body is um, the, the excess of mind chatter. So I'm sure when we all hear how our aspect, higher aspect of us is talking, and then the other aspect of us is arguing with us, we have to consciously stop that, take a deep breath, 
And that's where the awareness comes in. Like you really need to be aware, like literally every second of your life. Mm. Stop, drop, breathe, and just recalibrate until you can get back into the space of not overthinking. Yeah, yeah. And the physical part is by drinking water and um, enough water, because right now, especially when we have a lot more light coming in, this is why the purge is happening with the coronavirus. We Earth is in a new frequency and it's helping humanity get into that new frequency. So as we have more light coming into our bodies, clearing out the density, i.e. the coronavirus, um, more water is going to help with that flow. And also making sure that we're taking measures, whatever our higher self is telling us to do and eating healthier. And most importantly, um, if you feel the call, I definitely think moving your body, dancing or some kind of movement in the morning is really important to start your day at a higher vibration. But if yeah. you're feeling the call to do more of an exercise, like jumping on a trampoline or whatever, then do it, but just don't force yourself. Yeah, exactly. Well, and one of the things that I've noticed um, in myself and in clients as well is if you've got a lot of old, like pent up emotions, especially intense fear and and like reaction that you've repressed for many years, your body frequently wants to release that through movement before mm. it will allow your emotional and your mental body and that kind of stuff to move it out. So if you are going back into something in your past that was traumatic, it's hugely helpful to release that through vi vigorous motion. Yeah, I agree. Because you're allowing the, the uh, energy to flow in areas that it normally wouldn't flow, especially if you're doing different stretches in your body. Like it, when you hear the cracks, it's like, oh, good, energy gets the flow now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So I know that you've created an absolutely amazing thing called the Goddess Game. Tell us a little bit about what that is. Oh, so the Goddess Unleashed game. Wow. And you know what? This is what the other thing that made me realize that Durant, when I had it as a launch program before, it was a free event. Um, I realized I didn't talk much about health. I was talking about all the other things, but not health. And I realized, you know what? I want to help people with freedom. Like I want people to be free and happy. This is what my main focus is. And that's what wealth is to me. Happiness, freedom. You know, um, like, yes, amazing health and cash flow. Cash flow is really a side effect. It's not, if you're working towards it really hard and you could just go on your day without working your ass off for it, are you going to get it? And if not, then that's another symptom that you're not fulfilled within yourself, right? Yeah. So the Goddess Unleashed game is encompasses like a lot of the things that we spoke about today, except the difference is I actually coach and help people to do it because it's 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 a thing that they need awareness constantly a conscious reminder someone to hold their hand someone to be there to root them on um, but one thing that i'm doing with the goddess unleashed game which i made it as a game because like you said life is a game <laughs> i wanted it and to it's a fun. lot more fun to play a game than to go oh i'm adulting now <laughs> exactly exactly it gets to be fun i get i give them points throughout the game. It's not a five-day thing anymore. It used to be a launch event, and now I'm actually changing into a full-blown program 
and I'm thinking three months. It has not been launched yet because I'm still working on all the nuances of it. Yeah, restructuring. Exactly. What did did people take away from the experience when you had it all compressed into five days? What were some of the things that you saw happen for people? It brought a lot of um, conscious awareness of their identity and letting them understand the lingo that they're using on a daily basis that is literally manifesting their life. And what shows up in their life when they change their language? Everything. Everything <laughs> changes. I, no, I'm serious. Like it, it literally, if you're, if you're consciously doing this on a daily basis and you really are implementing the work, you're changing your habits according to the words that you're using, you will start to have more alignment in your body, which means when you have the alignment, which means you are co-creating with your mind, your body, and your spirit. You're and tuning into your body. pulling in the same direction. <laughs> right. You're tuning into your body. You're listening to what your body needs. You are allowing space to clear out that density because you're allowing more of the higher aspect of you to live into your space. And why that's important is because, like I said, there's a higher plan that we need to tap into now, especially so that we can fulfill ourselves, know that we are important and we are loved regardless because we are here. Yeah, right? exactly. So what kind of things showed up for people? I, everything is a real generic umbrella term, but concretely, what were a couple of things that shifted for some people? Uh, some Somebody was telling me that they had... Um, calls for business all of a sudden come in. So I guess that was something she set an intention on. Mm-hmm. Um, I had somebody else tell me that they, their voice was very clear now that they've, they've done the work or some of the work. They were able to hear their higher self a lot louder oh, and it yeah. was like clear guidance. Um, because this game was so condensed in one, it was like small little changes that people, oh, these are, these are still it's, big it's changes, the, but, the tips of the icebergs. Yes. Right? So, yeah. Yes. So it's uh, stuff like that. People were, were feeling more love for themselves. I had another client tell me that she that felt so passion. Huge. That yeah. is so huge. That's one of the hardest things for us as humans to do. I know I've struggled with this <laughs> loving myself thing. And if you can even up that half an inch, it makes such a big difference in what you're willing to Absolutely. do for yourself. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, so I am starting a pregame for it, but I don't have that. Yeah, it's, it's okay. all about the game. <laughs> well, I, I will make sure that the listeners know about it when the, <laughs> the pregame comes online. Oh, that's perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here today, Ellen. It's been such a pleasure talking with you. Oh, it was such a pleasure. And um, I want to just let everybody know that there is a free healing session that I'm giving to those who tuned in today. Um, if they register, the information, I believe, is on your page. Yes, you can go to sovereignself.media and sign up for that Perfect. and get all the information on that coming healing. Thank yeah. you so much for being with me today. And thank you to all the listeners out there. Thank you for showing up with us and exploring these topics with us. And until next week, stay home and live sulfurs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 